Welcome to Music Vibes. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to being an upcoming artist. I'm Santini. I'm an artist, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, and music promoter. And every episode, we have a new topic and a new guest. Subscribe to Music Vibes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and AudioMac. Let's groove on. Welcome to Music Vibes. So today, I am talking to... Ben Lee, he's a fashion photographer and DJ. So welcome. Hi, how are you? I am good. <laughs> it's good to talk to you here on Music Vibes. Um, it's nice. Yeah. It's very nice being here. Good. I'm happy you wanted to do this. Um, and uh, because I no, think- thank you for inviting me to be on here. To be honest. Okay. Well, you're welcome. I'm here for that. I'm here to spread knowledge and inspiration and um yeah of course also uh help upcoming artists to achieve their goals so and i think you can really give them a lot of insight in creating high quality content because now more than ever having good photos not only on your social media but also for your artwork is so important so yeah that's very true yeah and we work together on some amazing bomb ass <laughs> artwork <laughs> So, yes, we did. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. So for Summer Vibe, for example, and for, um, uh, yeah, for Summer Vibe, and then just some some in-between fashion shoots that we did. So I'm very grateful. So what, what did you, what inspired you to become fashion photographer? Originally, I didn't plan on buying, like, getting into photography was to be, like, a stock market or stock photography type of photographer. So I wanted to become, like, someone who sells their images online. So I would like do random stock images of like trees or like animals and stuff like that. And then I um, randomly started shooting my sister in a fashion way. And I started falling in love with like interacting with people and shooting people, getting creative with with the shots that I'm doing. And I eventually went into the fashion field from there, from loving that, basically. Okay. Okay. So that's like, it just started at home doing with your yes. sister, making photos, and then you're yep. this photographer now. So, so what is like, what, what is important, you think, for artists when they make photos? Because also in the beginning, what I love about, like, I've worked with a lot of photographers, what I love about working with you is you uh-huh. are so um, organized in your work, like the preparation. Okay, tell me more about that. Yeah, so... People more about that, how you work. So, originally, when I started, like, I was trying to do everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And I quickly realized that having a team behind you helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So, three years ago was when I really... Three, four years ago... Yeah, four years ago was when I really started like um, investing in having a good team around Benley, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, I did my first organized, quote unquote, organized shoot then, where I got like makeup artist, a videographer, um, stylist, hairstylist, mm-hmm. set, someone who would be good with set coordination and set design. And when I did that shoot was when my eyes opened a lot to like 
realizing that there's so much that can be done to a set. There's so much things that can be added or taken away from a set that can make or break it, you know? So from then I realized that organizing, getting everything in check, making sure colors aren't clashing on set, making sure that all the colors have an aesthetic feel basically can make or break your images. So that's how I moved on and that's how I, I am where I am right now, you could say. Nice, because you're working from the island of Curacao, Caribbean island. That's where we met because I- Very colorful island. Very colorful island. So, but you are originally from, I don't even know. Are you originally from Curacao or? No, I'm, a, I'm, orig I'm originally from Jamaica, to be honest. Oh. But I never did photography in Jamaica. Okay, so you really did it on, on Curacao. It started yeah, I off, did so. it all here. Back in Jamaica was where my DJ life was, mm -hmm. basically. Mm. Yes. Okay, so that's why the DJ-ness is still, and, and it's not like, you can't let it go, right? It's, it's part of who you no, are. No, 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 music, music, music is a part of me. Music is a part of me. Like, yeah. I grew up in a very musical family. Oh. Um, my dad loves music, and he would always have, like, cassette tapes with, like, all the old school um, Jamaican reggae music and, like, you know, some some international stuff, but mostly old school, like Jamaican music, reggae music, ska, and all those type of music. Mm -hmm. And I used to play with those all the time. I used to record over his stuff. He didn't like that very much <laughs> because <laughs> there were newer music that I wanted already. to hear. And mm. yes, so there were newer music I wanted to hear and they would be playing on the radio and I would try to record over his stuff because I wanted those to hear those music. So yeah, when I was like a teenager, we, my mom started investing in a sound system. So we could like have like dance hall, like music, like dance hall parties and stuff. Mm. So we had a whole sound system that we had around me. So like, that's where I started learning to play music from basically. And from there, uh, yeah. Yeah, from there, from there, it, it it kept it. It just you know it it was engraved in my blood basically. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I love it because that was a thing that was surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Like when we shot the when we were shooting our first um, photo shoot, and then you had this amazing Afrobeat mix, and I was like, "What is happening here? This is so nice." And you said, "Yeah, I make it myself." So at that time, I didn't even know that you were uh had been a dj and now for me it's, it's also a new news like that you were a dj in jamaica so um but yeah i would say keep continue like putting out those mixes you have one now on audio max so um keep 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 pushing keep bringing them because people um yeah i will yeah i will try my best to i will do like i I mainly make this now for myself, to be honest, because sometimes I'm working and to find what I love on, on YouTube sometimes can be a hassle mm -hmm. because sometimes like I'm listening to DJs, DJ mixes and they, they mix, they miss like beats and stuff. And sometimes it's triggering because I'm like, bro, like this, like I'm trying to focus. And if I hear that, like my OCD is like, no. <laughs> so 
that's why I make mixes like the, the Afrobeat mixes I made. I made them like because I yeah because you have some nice Afrobeat songs and I'm like how can I incorporate this these in my mixes mm. and that's how I started with Afrobeat mixes um, because yeah you you're talented and you. I, yeah how did you start with your with your with your music where did that my start music, where well it started already yeah. when I was nine I wrote my first song and I actually fell in love with music already when I was four I was watching um, I remember still and I still watch it because it's on YouTube Mariah Carey had a MTV un- has an MTV unplugged um, 19 I don't know somewhere back back in the day and um, I was watching <laughs> Mariah yeah I won't say when <laughs> Exactly, but you know, so but yeah, <laughs> people yes. look it up, they will know, but um, yeah, so I was watching that, and as a kid on TV, and I don't know, it was like heaven, heavenly, like how she was singing, and I was like, wow, she looks so happy. And I remember as a kid, you just, you just, I was just like, I want to do that. Uh-huh. You just know. It's like you fall in love with that. And also with music and other people. Like I was really, uh, I love music. And then like the 90s music vibes is really my thing. So um, I was always listening to music, like falling asleep with music in my ears. Like that, it was just me. But I was always a little bit, like I was always a smart kid. So that's why I went on to study and do my bachelor's and master's degree and everything. Um, but next to that, my art, my chosen uh-huh. art became dancing. Um, and I did that hip hop dance, street dance. Uh-huh. Um, but always the singing was still there, but I was just afraid to show that side of me. I don't know why I was just afraid. I felt like I wasn't good enough. Um, but yeah, life hit me. A lot of things happened in my life with you know losing people loved ones or whatever and you're like what the hell am i doing why am i hiding me so that's why i decided to now read yeah you can't, you can't be hiding your talent you know? no it's it's just robbing myself and people and i get so many amazing reactions every day and it gives me so much strength and hope because it's a roller coaster i'm telling you like i'm, I'm enjoying my life but like I'm now not living in the right. the way that I really want to yet, but it's coming. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that yeah, it's just passion, love. And how how is life in? How is life in the motherland? The motherland, yes, I'm in Ghana right now. It's so amazing to be All here. Right. I'm telling you, I have been here now for four months already, almost five. Um, yes. Crazy pandemic. Wow, it's been that long. Yes, already. It's it goes so fast and wow. Yeah, so for me it was great to because I came here in October and I had the whole like November December party like the whole world was like shut down but Ghana still partying um, because they had a lockdown for a long time for six months or something. So now everything was open. I could perform <laughs> performed on like award shows yes. and all these yes, things yes. on TV a couple times. So for me, Ghana has really uplifted my spirit and made my dreams come true that I had in my mind but that I didn't know if they would still come true. And I know more is coming, but um, uh-huh. Ghana is really good to me. A lot of hospitality, 
um, people are really kind and nice and open. Uh, but the Ghana music industry is tough though because they really, um, it, it's just, uh, they love their own. And they also love foreign yes, artists. Yes, yes. They also love foreign artists though. But just, I don't know, certain critical, they're very critical. I don't know. You have to just know that you have to have the right links and also, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole As they say, like, connect, connection, connection rule the world, right? Yes, that's it. So it's really the case here, too. Um, <laughs> just everywhere. It's, it's really not. Yeah, I oh, think yeah, only in Ghana, but I'm so like, worldwide. Yeah, the worldwide thing. So, but it, it's working. It's going. Yeah, it's a worldwide thing. Receiving me well, so I'm I'm really grateful. I just had a song out, "Give Me Life," which is which is with an uh, Ghanaian artist. So it's my first collaboration here. Um, he's also an upcoming artist. So, uh-huh. um, oh yeah, we're just doing our thing, and uh, yeah, I feel good. Yeah. So. Uh, happy to hear that yes yes i am i do miss our photography sessions also though but i have also been working with amazing photographers here i mean those i've been seeing your work and i love them thank you i've been seeing the photos that you guys are taking and i really love them yes well i will connect I really love them. With... but don't like soon we'll be working together again Yes, because I would love that too. Because uh, and also connect you guys. Like I work with Shasha. He's a photographer um, here, and he's very artistic, and it's just beautiful what he does. Um, he even sold one of his fo- photographs to. I constantly forget this guy's name, but it's the guy from Man's Not Hut. <laughs> the Man's Not Hut guy. The oh song. yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 Man's Not Big, Hut. Yeah. Big Shark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, it's really nice to see people and, you know, work in that way when you're both, you're, you're all of you are like upcoming and doing your thing. So, yeah, I wanted to like know, like, if you still want to do something with DJing or is that something that is, is going to be a part of a combination? Because now in this day and age, we can combine so many things. Um, Honestly, um. I gave thought to it at at first, but it's not something that I think I want to pursue as like a career anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be something that, that I do like on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Of course, I can still release it on, on social media, mm-hmm. the mixes. I can still put stuff, upload stuff on like, um, what's it, SoundCloud or AudioMac or whatever platform I can. Mm-hmm. And I can, I I can always have that for people to listen to, but has as in like going to like events to DJ or parties to DJ or whatever it is, I don't see myself doing that anymore because I I, I used to, like when I just came to the island, mm-hmm. I did like a few Jamaican parties, but it's not something that I like because I'm a very like introverted person. <laughs> I'm not like the out there kind of, yes. So doing photography really helps me like develop as a person too. Because um, as I said, I'm not really an out there person. Like mm-hmm. people know about my work more than they know about me, basically. Yeah. People know my work before they know me. But they know so you. to speak right now, currently. So, 
like people will see my work but they don't know who even what I look like sometimes mm. okay okay very private so how what would you yes. advise like artists to do in terms of content like they want to create beautiful photography what would you advise them so the thing that I, I think about the most when, when I think about content and, and like artists or any social media um, person or anyone who's trying to get their brand out there is look for what you want in a photographer. So if you can't, you can't just hire a photographer because they shoot, mm-hmm. basically. You have to go to their, like, their Instagram, their website. You got to see what type of photos they take right Mm -hmm. so if if you you have a car brand right and you see a photographer who shoots mostly nature you Mm -hmm. can't hire that photographer to shoot your cars because they're not going to know what you're doing yeah right they're that's not their specialty their specialty is shooting nature so if you hire them to shoot your car you're not going to get the images that you want you're just going to get some images to post on social media Mm -hmm. which are not eye-grabbing or eye-catching to who will want to buy would want to invest in your product so like that's my top advice to anyone who wants to shoot with a photographer don't just hire them because they have nice photos of something else Mm. you have to hire them because that's what you want your brand to look like so if you want beauty photos you can't hire a like a photographer who specializes in something other than beauty stuff or even if they special if even if they specialize in beauty stuff and they have like or no if you want beauty mm-hmm. photographer right well, a beauty photographer and you see a photographer who specializes in high fashion stuff mm-hmm. that that's not beauty at all but they have some beauty stuff on their page that looks good then you can hire that person yeah. because at least you know that they have experience in that field yeah. But if they have no beauty products or beauty shots on their feed at all or on their website at all, then you don't know if they can shoot beauty. So it doesn't make sense to hire that photographer to shoot your beauty stuff True. because you may get something that you don't want yeah. in the end. You know. So that's-, that's like one of the things that I always advise people to do. Because that's the thing with upcoming artists. Like it's, you have to invest in yourself a lot of the times at the beginning because you know you have to put on the platform put yourself on the platform like how yeah how would you advise them if you know they don't have much to spend like can they do things themselves in terms of high content or high quality okay so one of the things i always like talk to people about is when you go to a photographer and they quote your price Mm -hmm. right you can always if, if the price is above what your budget is, you can always try to talk to that photographer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they, if they give you a price, say for example, you come to me and I tell you, hey, my price is $1,000, mm-hmm. right? And you know your budget is like 600 or 400. Mm-hmm. You can always say to me, hey, um, look, that's not within my budget right now. And if I ask you what your budget is, and you tell me, hey, it's 300. I will, you know, give it a thought, think about it for a second and be like, you know what? I can't work with 300 because that's below like my minimum rate, but my minimum rate is this. And with this, I can give you this amount of photos or I can give you 
this package with this amount of money. Mm. And then you both can realize, okay, then maybe I can work with this package. And if not, and you want to do something on your own, basically, um, I would suggest like you still try to emulate what you want. So still look for a photographer that you want your work to look like. Um, because you're not a photographer yeah. and you want high quality images on your, on your timeline. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to go pay the cheapest photographer you find because that photographer maybe is, is a starter photographer and isn't going to deliver the images that you want. Yeah, yeah. That's... So either you save up to be to hire the photographer that you want, you try to negotiate a price with them, you try to barter a collaboration or to build a relationship with someone who you know you can do quality instead of like a lot of pictures for less money that aren't what you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because at the end of the day, your brand is everything, right? Your brand is everything and really, really important. And that's the thing I also notice, like, you know, high quality photos. Like I, I make a lot of selfies, but that's nice for your story. But if you want on your feed, for example, Instagram, you really need your high quality photos. Um, that's just conversing better um, video yeah for reels now nowadays um, but uh, yeah it's it's really important to have good photos and for your artwork because that's what really also draws people in to click on it like let me listen to that song it does work like that also I've noticed exactly so, um, exactly it's so, uh, super important to invest in that um, so, like, yeah, yeah. I, like I was going to say, like, if you if you look at the YouTube algorithm now, or if you go on YouTube at all right now, the, the thing that people invest, like, a lot of money in for their videos is the thumbnail, right? right? True. Because without a good thumbnail on YouTube, your video isn't going to get clicks. Like, it's first thumbnail, then a tight clickbait title for you to get clicks on YouTube. So if, you're, if your thumbnail is, like, just a black square probably no one is going to look at it. If it's a white square, no one is going to look at it. But you have a photo of you looking surprised holding a gun or a gun held to your head or whatever it is to get that shock effect. Mm-hmm. That's, what it, that's, that's what's going to draw people to click on your um, video to see what's happening. Yeah. Because they need that visual um, stimul- stimul- stimulation to see to say okay then oh maybe this is something important yeah yeah and that's that from there they work they they move and say okay then let me click on this video to see what's what's going on so it's the same thing with photos like if you are releasing an album you need a photo that's gonna get people to want to see what the album is about yeah true it it has so you need that not shock effect but a stimulant yes for sure yes and that's what like with my last release that's what we were also looking for to create uh with give me life like it's a cover and you see me with, with the, the rapper the collaborator uh and i'm holding him or he's uh, that photo is amazing <laughs> thank you so much it was a whole whole concept that went before with uh 
creature is the one that does my artwork. He also did the artwork around it, like the, the manipulation, because people were like, oh, where in Ghana is there a cornfield? <laughs> we said, no, that's digital. So he did that. And we just literally did the photo shoot on a parking lot. So with a, with a, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a, like a white um, sheet, bed sheet on a, uh, mm-hmm. on how do you say it? Like, yeah, we had something where you could hang it on. So it was super simple, but they came up with that. So having a creative team is something like I'm creative, but in my singing and in my art, you know, my own art and, but having them to think of that, come up with it, like, yeah, that's easy. We create the scene like this. That, that's just valuable. So I would also advise other artists. Yes, it is. Because your team is super important. They can make you look good and make your music go way further than if you would do it alone. So totally agree. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said in the beginning. That's yeah, what I said in the beginning. Like, it's full circle. If, if we have, if you have a team working with, if yeah. you have a team working with your work becomes 10 times easier yes. it becomes so much easier yes. because they, everyone specializing in specializes in their field yeah. so the makeup artist comes on set they know okay then i'm gonna be responsible for makeup yeah. so with makeup artists now i i like the makeup artists that i've worked with like i work with a, quite a few makeup artists and what i figured is that not every makeup artist can do everything. No. Sure. So I've like lessened my, 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 my stack basically to work with like just a few, mm-hmm. like limited amount. Mm-hmm. I think currently I, 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 I'm comfortable working with like three or four makeup artists right now. Yeah. Because I know if I go on set and I say to them, Hey, my concept is this. And I give them the mood board beforehand. I don't need to go. I don't need to like overlook their work to know that they're gonna deliver something beautiful for me to shoot. And then with my stylist, the same thing. I don't need to like overlook my stylist work because I know he's gonna he's gonna give me or she's gonna give me something beautiful. Because stylists do have, have, have I'm working with not a lot anymore, just a few because. You know, shooting for this long, you know who you can depend on for certain things. So I know who to call when I need this type of look or that type of look. Yeah. So having a team with you for for shooting videos, shooting, um, creating content, whatever it is, is 100% the best route to go as an artist of any kind or as someone who wants to become a social media influencer or a DJ or whatever it is, as, as long as you're taking photos or doing videos for social media or your website or whatever platform, you need a creative team. That's, that's what, one of the things that you need to invest in or yeah, collaborate with or whatever it, whatever it is, however you can also get a team behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's amazing. I thank you for, for that advice because that's so valuable. So at the end of the, we're at the end of the podcast episode and I always do something very short is three questions or three sentences actually. And I want to ask you to fill in the blanks. Uh Um, So you, you decided to become a photographer because you, Because I love it. It's amazing. Amazing. 
other people describe you as or what do other people say about you when you're not in the room? What from what I've heard is he's he's amazing. His work is amazing, and he's humble, I guess. Okay, amazing, good. And what would you advise upcoming artists, whether they are musicians or all type of art, basically? Get a creative team. Work on your marketing. Make sure you're happy with what you're doing. Amazing. Thank you so much, Benly. Benly. No problem. <laughs> I'm the voice on your mix. Yeah. For all the people, go to Benly on Audio Mac or go to my Audio Mac because I re upgrade go to my list too and go listen to that. Uh, to awesome. The mix. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Jungle Music Vibes, the podcast for upcoming artists. Next episode, we will have another artist or expert talking about you know helping you out with your journey if you want to be a guest send an email to music at jungle.app which is j-u-n-g-o dot a-p-p or go on our instagram jungle underscore app and of course you can also follow me at santini music on all social platforms S-E-N-T-I-N-I Music, Santini Music. See you next episode.